Ladies and gentlemen, up until now you've seen the creature perform the simple mechanics of motor activity, but for what you are about to see next, we must enter quietly into the realm of genius. Ladies and gentlemen, mesdames et messieurs, damen und herren, from what was once an inarticulate mass of lifeless tissues, may I now present a cultured, sophisticated man about town. Hit it! The, the, the Sketchomatic Show. Face is turning blue. Sketchy. Sketchy. Evidently, I'm going to pass out any moment. Sketch-o-matic. That's right. The Sketch-o show back again after a week off the podcast, feeling refreshed and recharged, ready to get down with another brand spanking new episode. This one, we're going international. As I'm joined today with my special guest all the way from Toronto, Canada. Wow. In this podcast, we cover quite a bit about my special guest background, her rise to radio per usual, and the inspirations, but as well as her becoming a brand new mom during the pandemic. My special guest today has quite an extensive background as a radio and TV host, voiceover artist, and actress, but what's also really intriguing is my special guest is also theatrically trained having studied at the American Academy of Dramatic Arts in New York City and Second City, Toronto. I mean, excuse me. Wow. There's a lot of knowledge and background story to gain from this podcast. But before we get into it, I want to say a happy belated 76th birthday to my mom, Diana Ray, who unfortunately passed away in 2017 due to liver failure. However, I feel as though she is always still with me as she is a part of me and a part of the universe. And I want to keep her memory alive by saying her name and by making people aware that I love my mom dearly. I wish she was still here, but I do feel that doing this podcast is in essence a tribute to her in every episode because I'm using my voice just as she did when she was a singer in Mexico City. But in this case, I'm using my voice to bring some sort of knowledge and personal stories and some funny moments in my podcast with each and every special guest I get to host and entertain and interview. My mom's birthday was on December 7th. She was born in 1946 and died on September 9th, 2017. She'd be 76 years old today if she were still alive. So mom, I love you. I miss you always. And this episode today is a special dedication to you. Thank you for giving me life. Thank you for giving me a voice and brain to know how to use it. However, I do wish I got your good looks, though. I mean, come on. What happened to this face? Sketchomatic, The voice for television? Mm, better face for podcasting. All right. Without further ado, episode 17. Let's bungee dive in. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Special guest from iHeartRadio Virgin 99.9 FM Toronto, Canada. Radio and TV host, Tessa Malasani. That's right, you heard her, the TikTok lady who I just recently found out is Canadian and her name is Kat. But she was just walking up my special guest today all the way from Toronto, Canada. I don't want to over-enunciate the T on that. <laughs> My new friend Tessa Malisani on the Sketcho Show podcast. Tessa, hey, how you doing? And then the round of applause is going. The crowd is loving it. And unfortunately, we can't see each other anymore on the Zoom meeting we have because you're connected to the radio station at, at iHeart in Toronto, right? Is that where you're at? Yeah, I'm here. I'm here now. I just don't have a camera, so... Don't worry uh, about it. I got a good mic, so we're good. Yeah, we got a really good mic. That sounds so much crispier, clean, like a washing Uh machine. Tessa (laughs) Malasani, I did some light Googling. I did some light podcasting when you were on the Sound Off podcast, and Uh I was marveling at your voice work, your voice acting, your background, and I don't pick up the quote-unquote stereotypical Canadian accent from mm-hmm. you. Uh, I don't hear the about, and but I know that you said you can do it where it comes out sometimes. But really, you, you seem to have just like a very, 
almost like a no accent accent but uh, i've learned that you're from you spent some time in new york you lived in the u.s for a while but you're mm-hmm. uh, you are from toronto canada yes yeah, I'm I'm born and raised here, um, but I lived away. Like I went to school for theater in New York City, where you know, yeah, you had to kind of learn a general American accent. So mm-hmm. I think it was just from that. Um, you know, basically we were taught to have you know no accent, just a general American accent. That way we could learn other accents for you know theater and such. So um, I think just educating myself on accents and and knowing how to speak in that way uh just kind of i neutralized things a little bit for myself right like you said it sounds pretty neutral yeah Um, and then also too i guess because of that i would pick up hearing um the canadian accent because the first one i heard myself like you know when i was told i have a canadian accent i I didn't understand i said no i don't like you know i don't hear it but After a while, I would I would hear things and I would hear other people speaking. And I said, I don't want it. I don't like that. <laughs> so, I don't like that. But it does come out. It does come out. Yeah, it does come out. Oh, my God. You know, I'm I'm from Mexico City. I'm a quarter uh-huh. Italian. I know Mal- Malasani means is, is Italian, right? Yeah, it is. That's so awesome. Do you know what part of Italy your family, your heritage is from? Yeah, yeah. Um, so my dad is uh, Italian background. He was born in Toronto too. Uh, his, his mom, who's Italian, she was actually born and raised in Toronto too. Mm-hmm. So she was born here in like nine. She's not around anymore, but 1914 she was born. Wow. So from Toronto, I know. But his, so his father came from Friuli, uh, which is like the northern part of Italy. Interesting. Yeah. Very interesting. Mm-hmm. Can now, can you do any accents like outside of the Canadian? You're, you know, obviously you're. OG accent, which would be the Canadian accent. Um, yeah. Can you do like a New York accent? Get some cool yeah, feel Yeah, New York, here. no problem. Yeah. Uh, oh sure. yeah, that's yeah, so cool. Um, <laughs> All day. <laughs> I love that. I love that. I almost want to do the entire podcast like that. Um, <laughs> Can you do like an Italian accent and British accent and all that? Yeah, I can do all those. I'm yeah. like, I get shy when I'm put on the spot, which is funny because I'm not that shy of a person, but I have my moments. I know I'm the same way, but that's why I like yeah. doing just audio on the podcast because it's right. more theater of the mind. And plus, I can't see uh-huh. you right now. Oh, speaking of which, uh-huh. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to have to do my British accent for you and then maybe you'll okay. chime in and we can do, I'll play a little British music behind it. Okay. Um, <laughs> maybe I was just thinking, Tessa, what about mm-hmm. this? Since we can't see each other on Zoom, maybe I can like video call you on Instagram and I can just have the phone there. That way we can kind of see each other. Is that okay? Okay. All right. Let's sure. do that. Let's give that let's a whirl. Let's do it. Let me see here. And there it is. I'm calling you. Oh, that looks clean. Ooh, incoming. Hello. Yeah. Oh, I just I mute it, right? Yeah, there you yeah, go. Yeah, you just mute it. All right. There we go. And I'll just mute mine. How do I mute mine? Wait. It's, I think, at the bottom. <laughs> there we go check 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 how's okay, that okay that works that right? works oh my god Yay! thank you steve jobs <laughs> <laughs> we just connected on uh instagram video a uh, video call so that we can actually see each other during this podcast mm-hmm. okay because we have our own little technical workarounds that we have i had to bring up my brightness on that one right there okay god this is a terrible angle of me i'm like a girl i have I'm angles fine. all right uh <laughs> Okay, so Tessa is Tessa.com. I did, like I said, I did some light Googling of your background. And man, I mean, let me just bring it up real quick. I'm going to do a Joe Rogan and pull up your your website just so I can quickly review. Because again, this is our first time, our first conversation, our first interaction since following each other on Instagram. And by the way, speaking of Instagram, I want to say thank you podcast publicly for following my new account, even though you didn't know me. Because remember, I told you my previous Instagram account got hacked and suspended. Yeah, that's the worst. That's terrible. Over 10 years, uh, 2000 followers gone. And uh, but since I had started following you and, and I was, you know, I was a big fan of just your TikTok videos, all those little like, uh, what are those videos that you do like on TikTok where you're talking about the portable blender and stuff like that? You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah, I, I, I have a I, partnership I, with Cuisinart I've been doing for like a little over three years now. So yeah. the, the latest thing, they send me products all the time and I do videos for them. And uh, the latest was a, a TikTok collaboration. So they sent me a bunch of, products for their cordless series and, and they you get free fun and that's free 
Cuisinart blenders <laughs> and stuff like that, and and then you get a person. That's awesome, like you that. You can I mean, see my kitchen. <laughs> I bet I I actually have seen your kitchen on your yeah, on your videos. Know, right? Yeah, very clean. <laughs> very true. yeah. I don't know how you do it. And not only that, Tessa, but you. Okay, let's. I, there's so many avenues of conversation to talk down, I, and I only have you for a certain set of time. I I know mm-hmm. that you're a busy a busy human being. Mm-hmm. You live in Toronto, Canada. You're a mom. You're a wife. You are an on-air personality. Are you also a cook since you are part of Cuisinart now? I mean, it seems like you have some some pretty good uh, cooking skills. Am I right about that? Yeah, for sure. I guess I would call myself a home cook, right? So not like professionally trained, but I mean, I've learned from some great people. Like in my family, everyone is pretty much a chef. Not like professionally, but... I've been around cooking for years and I think it just comes with practice too. So yeah, I love to cook and always making something different or new or being creative. It allows me to be creative in another way. Yeah. yeah. yeah look yeah. at you. <laughs> when did, did you, you just had your baby. When did you have your baby? I did a little over a year ago. Mm. So yeah, coming up this July will be two years. Um, so next July. Yeah. Uh, I don't even know what month it is. See, I'm all over the place because being mm. a mom, you get mom brain sometimes too. I don't know what month it is, what day it is. Listen, I am I'm almost 45 years old. I don't have any kids of my own. I don't have anything alive in my apartment, Miss Tessa. I will tell you uh-huh. that much right now because I'm just, I, I could barely, as cliche as it is, I can literally just skate by taking care of myself. It's, it's really, <laughs> and living in LA, it's, there's uh, a lot of perils that come with it. Um, yeah. That's exactly when I think I started. I jumped on the Tessa social media train is right after you had your baby. That's when I think I somehow we somehow connected on social media. I'm not sure if you followed me first or if I followed you, but it doesn't matter. It's just the fact that I was I was like, you know what? I feel like I've known you or something like that. There's like this weird when I see your face on Instagram, it's. And it's not on some creepy stalker shit. It's just like, you know, when you kind of connect to somebody just by their the look in their eyes, it's almost like oh. I've met you somewhere before. Maybe. It's bizarre. You know, I don't know. That, Maybe in like another life. Uh, who knows? Yeah, that's so funny. Um, that's funny. Yeah, I feel like that. You feel like that with certain people, right? Um, yes. Yeah, that's interesting. I was a little nervous about this interview because like I stated before, we switched over to these awesome mics that we have now um, that you're the first interview I've had that I'm having that, that I don't know. You know what I mean? Like everybody yeah. else I work with in radio, I know to some degree or another in person, uh, maybe not that well, but I still, I work with them or I see them all the time. You are somebody I just met on social media and I'm like, man, I want to interview her so bad. And I've been wanting to interview and ask you for a long time, if I, if it's a, but I was all, I was like really shy and I was like, yeah, she Aww. probably won't be like, but then I heard you on the sound off podcast and I'm like, you know what? I'm going to ask her to be on my podcast because yeah. she's doing it from her home and from her computer. So yeah, I'm going to punch that ticket in real quick. You know what I mean? Oh, I'm so glad you did. That's awesome. Yeah. Yes. Thank you so much for uh, accepting the invite. Yeah. Um, okay. So let's get back to the accents real quick. I want to, I want to. <laughs> Okay. You know, maybe do a British, British accent a of British some sort. Accent, yeah. Can you do a British accent? Can I, I just get I'm a dose of it? I love um, a Scottish accent. That's my favorite. That's my ultimate favorite is the Scottish accent. That's right. <sighs> I love the Scottish accent. Your Scottish accent is on point. Thank have you been you. to Scotland? No, I have not. I've always wanted to go. I, there's something about Scottish people that I just love. I and I feel it's like the Scottish I would love accent. It there. Right. Yeah, it's the accent. I don't know what it is. It just uh, makes me so happy. Can you keep going with the Scottish accent? I mean, uh, what what do you think about the the heroin situation out there? Oh, (laughs) right. Train spotting, right? Yeah, Uh, train spotting. What's up? It's one of my faves. You know what? That has actually a really good soundtrack. Yes, I know. In one fact, of the best soundtracks. Uh, it's got Underworld in it, and it's got yeah. uh, you know what's that? Born Slippy, right? Remember yeah. that? That might be yeah. have to be your talk up track. Yeah. Oh, Lou. What is it? What is it? Lou Reed. <laughs> I'm such a proponent of voiceovers <laughs> and accents, and me being from Mexico City. And yeah. you being from Toronto, Canada, and, mm-hmm. you know, I'm in Los Angeles, you know, raised in Los Angeles, born in Mexico City. But it's so wild that here we are connected over the Internet and Zoom doing a podcast. It's just wild. Like the, the, the technology is so wild. Could you imagine if it, none of this existed? I wouldn't 
I wouldn't even know you existed. I know. It's so, it, that's one thing. It's so great. Like, uh, the time and age we're at right now, you know, with everything, mm-hmm. because it's like, it just connects everyone globally on a totally different level. Yeah. Um, you know, it, it's, you know, the world's becoming a lot smaller because of that. We're more connected. And I think right. it's great because I feel like we, we learn so much more this way, you know, from, yeah. from people and from each other. Yeah. Speaking of learning. Mm-hmm. I want to go back. I want to rewind because this this podcast is, you know, part interview, part conversation, I guess, as most podcasts are. But the way I do it is much different. So I want to, like, rewind a little bit and, and go back to, like, young Tessa. I usually like to ask my guests, what is it that you remember your earliest memories as a, as a kid growing up in Toronto, Canada? And getting into radio, like what was what was your inspiration? Can you name some of the broadcasters that you grew up to listening to, like, you know, in your bedroom or whatever, like as a kid? What was it that that uh, propelled you to get into radio? Yeah, that's uh, interesting. Yeah, I've always, always loved radio. So I would always be listening to it. And there wasn't as many stations as there are now when I was younger. I think there was one top 40 station and like one a couple of rock stations. So I would like flip back and forth, you know, to those. Um, and I would record, it's so funny because I would record my own commercials, like make up my own commercials and like record them on my little tape player. Cassette yeah. Player. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> my yeah. Own radio commercials and yeah, stuff. Yeah. And I would like do all things like that with TV too. I'd make my own TV shows and record them. Um, on but, like, like a camcorder. Yeah. 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 I was always doing stuff like that. So, um, yeah, I, I, you know, and then like radio totally started evolving, but I actually started in radio when I was 18, I believe. So there's a station here, like when I was in high school, Mm -hmm. I, I, you know, I was always doing theater since I was seven years old. I was doing it outside of school and then in within high school, and then it came to a point where it was like, okay, well, what do you want to do with your life type of thing? And I'm like, well, maybe like radio or TV. So anyways, I got a position. Um, it's like, uh, like volunteering or whatnot at a radio interning. station. Interning. Yeah. So like for credit yeah. um, for like high school, right? Um, I would go part like half the time to the radio station. So that's kind of like where I learned a lot of skills and I like, they eventually hired me there and I had my first radio show there when I was 18 years old here in Toronto. So wow. from there, I kind of like, that's when I fell in love with it and I didn't really know radio was where I wanted to go. I thought maybe more TV, which I, I'm part, I do TV as well. Yeah, yeah. But and I, I want to get yeah. into that. I want to get into the, the different, the many, the many roles that Tessa Malasani yeah. plays and yeah, it is quite so- extensive. Yeah. So like, that's kind of like where it started. And then I went to New York. And then when I came back, I kind of just got back into radio because I kind of missed it. So I never thought, you know, originally that's the road I would take, but I'm so glad I did because I love it and I never get sick of it. So So. who was it that you listened to when you were recording uh, like your radio commercials on on the one cassette? Um, that's so funny like since like i was like in second grade i think like we had a station it was am 640 and there was a guy named tarzan dan he used to be on the radio he's still on the radio i think in calgary in canada tarzan dan i got the guts to say i'm nuts Wow. And it was on AM 640, which is KFI out here. Oh, yeah. Okay. On the West Coast, which is like the biggest AM radio station in America. Like My on the Western favorite hemisphere. radio station, though, like of all time was actually in L.A. And it doesn't exist anymore. I think it's flipped now, but it was um, the hip hop or no, no, no. Sorry. The old school R&B one, the 92.3. Oh, hot 92.3, which is uh, yeah, now which real 92.3. Yeah. But Art LeBeau used to be yes, on there. Yes. Yes. Liz Hernandez love- was just talking about that. Yeah. Yeah. And so I, I, I spent a lot of time in LA too. So anytime yeah. I was out there, I'd be driving, I'd be listening to the Art LeBeau connection. I just love that show so much. It was so good. This goes out to Ray from Sylvia in Whittier, California, and playing a great love song by Heatwave called Always and Forever. Always and forever. Is that like your preference of music? You like a lot of the oldies R&B stuff? I do. Mm. Yeah, I would say so. Is like, that what your playlist consists of? What's your playlist consist of, Tessa? 
literally everything right now there's a lot of Rafi and <laughs> I don't know if you know who Rafi is he's like I'll look uh, it up yeah. I, he's a he's a, a children's singer in Canada is it R-A-F-F-I-E so, or I, I. I. okay yeah. Rafi I like to eat 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 apples and bananas that's right. I like to eat. Aww, <laughs> eat. That's so because sweet. I play it for my my daughter, yeah. right? She loves Rafi. So yeah. he has a lot of good songs. They're children's songs. But shout so, out anyways. to Tessa's daughter. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. And congratulations on that too. I wanted to verbally you. tell you. I congrats. I know that is this your first child? Yeah, it is. Yeah, it is. right. I mean, wow. Mm-hmm. That's how. Let's. I want to get into that. God, there's so many avenues of conversation I want to have mm-hmm. with you, Tessa. Again, I only have you for a certain set of time, so I want to kind of keep mm-hmm. keep switching from topic to topic but by the way this podcast there's a lot of digressing a lot of sidegressing so if you have a thought just jump in you know go ahead and say it it's no big deal besides you okay. know nobody's really listening it doesn't matter um <laughs> yes um as far as broadcasters and tarzan dan and now in the uk i've learned that they're not bro- they're not called broadcasters they're called radio presenters right oh okay. did you know that no, I didn't. Oh, like really? I heard the term, but I oh. never realized like that was specific for them. Do they yeah. do they refer to broadcasters as presenters in Canada? No, no. I never hear anyone really use that. No, it's okay. yeah, like it's you're not, like you're not a, ra- a radio presenter. No, like then. you're an on air jock. They call uh, you. Yeah, that's what we yeah. call out here, a jock. Yeah, so the which sounds the weird. <laughs> yeah, I, never, I know. <laughs> I've never was a fan of the word jock. It I reminds, know. Yeah, it reminds me of like what football players wear underneath their clothes, yeah, like exactly. jock strap. Like, come on, yeah. what? Like, I like on-air talent. I like on-air personality, but personality. jock. Yeah, what? Is, Stupid. Even a DJ guess, isn't like, disc called jockey. Yeah, like, disc jockey. Like, yeah, like we'll just we'll just short it down yeah, to jock. Jock it sounds not cool at all. Yeah, what both are bad. Jockey and jock are both undergarments. Yeah. <laughs> I know. Oh. I really need to switch that up. Here on your site, when I was reading about you in your bio, uh, mm-hmm. you're a, a TV, a radio broadcaster, TV mm-hmm. host, voiceover artist, and actress. Now, as far as the voiceover uh, artist, I, I know that you've done quite a lot of different voiceover, uh, you know, gigs and stuff like that. Do do you just do they have you just talk as you like as Tessa like in your more you know obviously announcery voice or do you do like a lot of different kind of uh like voices as far as like do you do like a little girl voice? Um yeah no so like I don't like I have an agent here also in Toronto for voice work um but I don't really like audition for things as much that are like different voices it's more like my voice and you just kind of like yeah um play it up for whatever yeah yeah no i i do the same thing yeah i do the same thing where it's like t-mobile this weekend catch woody show i just had one for home sense uh which is home goods in the u.s so i Mm -hmm. just did one for them um i did one for kettle one botanicals actually i auditioned for it when i was in la because that's where i was visiting my friend and i had an audition for it and i had to do it out of her closet That is the best place. Yeah. (laughs) But I got the gig. So. And the phone worked, right? The phone voice memo app. It's the best. I'm telling you, it actually does. It does wonders if you think about it. Um, So you're an actress as well. Mm -hmm. And have you been in stuff that I can find on YouTube and whatnot? Um, I, you know, what? nothing like anything recent or major. So like I started in theater and majority of my acting career is a lot of theater. So I did a lot of improv, um, like I did stuff with Second City out here in yeah. Toronto. Um, so I love that. I love comedy, but I do kind of everything in acting. I think I've been trained so... all around. Um, but I, I kind of miss it too. I'd like to, you know, get back into it. Yeah. Um, you look like an actress, Tessa. Like you, oh, you, <laughs> you know, you remind me of. You remind me of like, like a Jennifer Aniston on Friends. Do you okay. get that a lot? I get that a lot. Yeah, I do. Like, you don't... I'm trying... Because here's my thing. I have a thing where I always connect resemblances of people that I know to actors, famous celebrities, and whatnot, Mm -hmm. right? And you... I can't seem to place you. I can't seem to place... Who does she remind... Only person I can think of is is Aniston. Because you have that kind of Aniston... uh, presence about you it's very friendly very warm you know what i mean it's it's welcoming that's um, good yeah that's so great. i i don't i don't know who to um, watch it's going to come to me later i'm gonna be like oh that's who she looks like you know something that's like that funny. Yes, and we-
we will get you a cake in the shape of a microphone. Yeah, um, no, but I do get that a lot. That's yeah. so funny. Yeah, I was yeah. like, I knew you were going to say that because yeah. I, I hear it all the time. I, yeah, it's so funny. Yeah, people tell me I, I remind them of like a giraffe or something like that. <laughs> yeah. Or like giraffe. a dodo bird. Yeah, like a, or E.T. because I have like this long, elongated <laughs> neck. It's bizarre. It's very uh, disturbing and unsettling. E. T. E. T. In e. regards e. to the second city, are you a, you are a comedian as well? I, you know... I love comedy. I wouldn't call myself a comedian. Yeah. I've been asked to do stand up over years. I'm friends with a lot of comedians. Yeah. I've always been like, that's that's not my thing. I, yeah. I don't, you know, but I feel like now where I'm at, I feel like that's something I could do. I yeah. feel I could do it. Obviously, you just ha you have to be a good writer. You have to, you know, be a good storyteller. Um, I feel like I, I could do something like that. But I also feel like that, you know, unless I'm going to do it 100 percent, like mm. it's not something I'm going to try. But it's you're not going to go to amateur night and, and open mic night yeah. and try it out. Right. No. But the thing is, that's like it's that's the, one of the hardest things I think out there oh, yeah. is doing stand up. Like, yeah, and you uh, have to bomb. You have to bomb. Yeah, that's part of I it. I think so. At least, if, you know. I've never heard of one comedian that has never bombed. Not one. They, it's all part of the process. It's like learning to swim or something. You're gonna you're gonna sink a little bit. Yeah, yeah and so, so I actually have a podcast as well where I yeah yeah you know, I have on talk about it different comedians on uh each episode and i find them so fa such fascinating people because you know they have all this experience behind them they're great storytellers they have a lot of in uh, they have a lot to say in a very unique way yeah. their mind works in a, in a in a unique way and I, I love people for that reason you know just like talking to people and getting to know who they are as a person so i thought you know comedians let's do like a comedian uh, a comedian's human interest story type yeah, of thing. So what's it's like, your podcast called? It's called Hold the Phone. That's right. Now I yeah. wanted you to say it. I've I've heard it, but I'm just saying for the yeah. for the ten people listening to this podcast, you <laughs> want to make sure I promote yours right. Yeah, and so basically we just you know chat about different things, and you know they're not on doing like bits or whatnot. They're kind of just talking about themselves and how they you know got to be where what they're doing, and it's just it's kind of neat because. They're adding that comedy element without doing it, like being on. So it's kind of, you know, it's just a different take. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where is your podcast heard on? Is it on iHeart app and all that? Yeah, it's kind of a little bit of everywhere. Apple, yeah. Spotify. Just as a side note, I don't know if you're as audio attuned as I am. I'm sure you are because you work in radio and you have a you have a good ear and stuff. But I don't know if you've noticed that Apple Podcasts, mm -hmm. the quality of their audio compared to everything else, including Spotify. And it's not a knock on Spotify, but mm -hmm. Apple Podcast quality is just unmatched. You can't yeah. even touch it. It's like they, that AIFF file they Steve Jobs and Waz came up with or whoever it is. I can't, I don't know what it is. I listen to my podcast on Apple. Oh. It's only on Spotify and Apple Podcasts and like Stitcher, Amazon. But really uh -huh. the, the main two are Spotify and Apple Podcasts. I go through Anchor mm -hmm. by Spotify. I'm not on iHeartRadio app because you got to pay to get on a certain a Buzzsprout that then RSS feeds it to iHeartMedia, right? Okay. Or iHeartRadio app. And I'm just, yeah. look, I'm balling on a budget. I'm broker than the Ten Commandments over here, Miss Tessa. So, <laughs> yeah. however, when I listen to RSS feed on Apple, I mean, that quality, it's, it, this is why I wanted to have you on the microphone because watch, when you, watch, when you listen back to this podcast and you yeah. listen on Apple, you'll hear the difference. Okay. Um, that's just a little side note, production yeah, note, because, yeah. you know, I'm a, I'm a radio nerd. <laughs> okay, let's go on to a different role here, because you have such a fascinating background. You said you went, you, you did the Second City in, uh, what is it? Second City, Toronto. Yeah. You lived in, yeah. in New York City, right? You trained and studied at the American Academy of Dramatic Arts. I mean, yeah. excuse me for living over here, Miss Tessa. You, <laughs> uh, when are you going to win a Tony, for God's sakes? It's like oh, you, God. you're already there. What's happening? Um, <laughs> when did you move to New York City from Toronto? And, and what took you to New York? Um, I moved there when I was 19. So like right after high school, um, I auditioned. To, like I applied to go to the school and you have to be asked for an audition. I got an audition so i flew to new york to audition and then i got in and just just like and, that just like that yeah. no problem 
Yeah, pretty much. So I, yeah, I didn't know what to expect or what, but I just, the reason why I did it because I've, you know, since I was acting at such a young age, I just thought I always, you know, this is something I've always wanted to do to dream of, to go to New York to an acting school. I'm like, this is like, I know I always like looked up to Madonna when I was younger. I'm like, that's something she did. I'm like, it's the coolest thing. Yeah. You know, and especially since I, you know, have such a passion for it. Um, so I'm like, I have to go. Like, this is like one of those bucket list things, if anything, you know. So that's why I chose to do it. And I kind of put the radio aside for a bit. Um, and I did that. But I'm glad I did because it's like, you know, it was the most amazing experience, like the training I got and just like moving to New York at such a young age on my own, meeting all kinds of people, like just... Yeah, at that age, it was uh, it was very, very different for me. And, you know, it was a very pivotal moment in my life, I think. How many years were you there for? Two. I was Just there two years? Two. That's, that's yeah. not too long. And then I, and I don't know, I was going to stay there. And then I didn't for some reason. I don't really remember why, but I, I moved back. And then I kind of would just go back and forth all the time because I had a lot of friends that lived there. And, and then a lot of them moved out to L.A., uh, of course, because they were actors and... And then I would go out to L.A. all the time. And that's kind yeah. of how that started. When was the last time you came to L.A. to the West Coast? Uh, in May. So a few months ago. Really? Yeah. Oh, I wish I would have like been able to come see you or like you yeah. came by iHeart and we get a slap hands and be like, what's I up, know. Tessa? Well, next time I, I'm out there, I'll let you know for sure. Yeah. And then I'm going to have to have you do another podcast where we're actually in the same studio together. Sounds that's good. What, Let's do it. Really sounds cool. Um, mm -hmm. Not that this doesn't sound cool, because it does. And what's really crazy is uh, it's astonishing to me. Like we were saying earlier, you know, we're connected via Zoom. We're on iPhone video chat so we can see each other. You're in Canada, so that's considered international. We're having an international podcast, right? Mm -hmm. yeah. you know, you're my first international podcast, Tessa. <laughs> I, All right. I, I'm excited about it. I know it's not that big of a deal to you because you're so you're so uh, international already. Oh, sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Okay, so let's get back to you going to New York and then going back to Toronto. And then what happens when you you graduate? You graduate, right? Obviously, mm. from, from the Academy of Dramatic Arts. Yeah, uh, I just kind of uh, was like auditioning and stuff mm. like that. And then that's when I was realizing like... And then I decided to go to university because I was like, oh, like maybe I'll work on getting my degree. I was just kind of like, let's do it all. And a degree in what? A degree in what? I don't know. Nothing. Yeah. I didn't... I didn't follow through with it because i figured if i'm in school i might as well be in school for something specific and that's when i decided to go back to school for radio mm. um and i did that i did like a year and a half course um at a college here seneca college where i actually was teaching for a bit also interesting so teaching radio Oh, wow. Yeah. Like Professor Malasani. Yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> look at me. you. I mean, look at you. You are just, how do you do it? How do you find the energy to, I just don't under, I could barely make it down the street without just being like, I'm done. It's not that I'm unhealthy. It's just like, I get, ex I get spent quickly. I be, but then again, I am almost 45. So, you know, yeah. I, I do feel it every now and again. Um, Let's dive a little bit into your role at, at, at the radio station that, that you're at now, where you're at right now, right? You're at iHeart Toronto mm -hmm. and you do a show. And we were saying this earlier uh, on the other feed that we had. So can yeah. you quickly kind of talk about the shifts that you do there as you're you're doing a show today and then you voice track as well? Yeah. So I'm uh, live weekends on Virgin Radio Toronto. Right. So Saturdays and Sundays I'm live. And then I do uh, an overnight show, which airs on 12 different station, Virgin Radio stations across Canada. Wow. Oh, so, yeah. So I've syndicated those. It's yeah. syndicated and it just airs like overnight. Yeah. Right, right, right. Different and times, different time zones, of course. So all top 40 stations. Yeah. They're all Virgin Radio stations. So yeah. is Virgin Radio connected to iHeart in Canada? It is. It is. So oh. there's iHeart, which is like the umbrella. And then underneath that obviously has the different stations, the same in the US, right? So for us, the stations here um, in Toronto specifically are Virgin Radio, uh, Chum FM or Chum 1045 and uh, TSN Radio and uh, News Talk 1010. So there's like the talk, the sports and then like the top 40 and the like hot AC and AC. Yeah. yeah. Is there a bunch of different radio stations in that building you're in right now? Yeah. Because like, we have like eight stations in our building. Yeah. So there's four. 
Oh, okay, cool. So it's just like, a, God, it's mm-hmm. the same. The iHeart structure is the same everywhere. Yeah. That is yeah. pretty wild. It's just crazy to see it from over uh, from over there. It's just wild yeah, to me. Yeah, I know. And now, you said that you got your degree and you went back to school. You taught radio. Now, let's, let's hypothetically, Tessa, mm-hmm. let's pretend that you never got into radio. You never got into acting. You never wanted to do any of that. What did your parents do for a living? Um, my father's an electrical contractor and my mother is a housewife. So nobody in your family was in, the reason I ask is nobody in your family was into show business, entertainment, media, or anything. No, not whatsoever. And you were the first, you were the first <laughs> to the get I'm the only it. one. Yeah, I'm the only one. Yeah. That is interesting. My mom was a, a singer in Mexico mm-hmm. City, or she's from San Fernando, which is out here in California. Okay. She went to Mexico City to pursue her singing career and oh. she learned to speak Spanish while living there. And all that, right? And then she meets yeah. my father, who was a recording engineer. And then five years later, here I am, right? Oh, wow. But that's why I ask. It's like almost innate in my DNA, right? To be in some sort of audio-related music, something. That's why I ask you. For you, mm-hmm. you seem to just naturally be innately driven and attra- magnetically drawn to radio and broadcasting. Is, is that well, right? Well, you know what? That's actually maybe... Maybe. Okay. So my father, you know, before he got into what he did professionally, like an electrical contractor, he was like very musically driven. Ah. So when he was younger, he was in like two bands and whatnot. And like, kind of like, that's like where his passion really lies. But at the time in his life, he had to do what he had to do to make money. And so he kind of switched things up. And then my brother, actually, he was, was into audio engineering and he's a D oh, he's a radio. He was not a radio DJ. He he's was a, a DJ. DJ. Yeah, yeah. I'm a D I, that's how I started. I got into DJing first mm-hmm. when I was in seventh. Well, seventh grade is when I was 12 years old. I got my first turntable, but like, that's what ultimately propelled me to want to do more and get into radio DJing on the radio. Yeah. Cause I wanted to be a, a power mixer on power one Oh six. But then mm-hmm. I fell into imaging kind of by accident. Um, it was mm-hmm. because of, do you remember the shortcut 360? Do you remember that machine? You're probably no. way too young. Well, essentially it was the first editing machine. It was like the first Vox Pro per okay. se, right? Okay. And it only yeah. had two tracks. It didn't, well, so does Vox Pro. But you were able to do like editing on it where you could move things over in mono so that oh. they kind of overlaid each other. Yeah. And that was the first time I'd ever seen a sound wave on a screen now mind you okay. I'm, i've been around since jesus was a baby but it, the fact <laughs> is that when i saw that i was like this is going to change everything mm-hmm. and suddenly i i kind of veered away from wanting to dj and serato hadn't been invented yet which is you know i'm sure you know what serato is right and mm-hmm. the program that you dj would you ever be a dj tessa can you dj on turntable since your brother is a dj let's get into that real yeah. quick uh, yeah have you ever taught- tried djing yeah he yeah definitely uh he actually taught me how to like spin records when i was like really young um because he would like have the turntables he'd be doing it all the time at home and then obviously he'd be doing like parties and stuff and uh on actual vinyl yeah so he taught me a little bit i'm like if i wouldn't know right now i feel like i would have to have a refresher on that like it's like years i but he used to like show me how to do everything and then um like i've dj'd a few things here and there but nothing like yeah, I would totally would do that. I would get into it. I think like, you would you would be a kick-ass DJ because there's a lot of female DJs now. I had DJ yeah. Leslie on, who's a DJ out here in LA on the West Coast, mm-hmm. and she's a scam artist, which is a DJ crew out here as well, and they're also very well-known around the world. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, her name is Leslie, but she spells it L-E-Z-L-E-E. If you mm-hmm. were to DJ, what would your DJ name be? I don't know. <laughs> That's a I good think, question. Yeah. I don't know. Oh my gosh. Can I let's make know. one up right now for you. Yeah. Um, well, I like your Tessa is Tessa. Where did that come from? Yeah, that's. I don't know where that came from. You know what? I think it's because I feel like I just. It's like a a tribute to my uniqueness. I feel like there's only one Tessa. Right. It's me. Like, it's like anytime I hear somebody else has the name Tessa, because you hardly hear that. And right that name more so now i think but when i was younger i never heard anybody else had the same name tessa so when i did i was always like what that's weird there's yeah. only one tessa you know so and i think because of my personality is a little bit unique as well that i'm just like tessa is tessa that's that's me I, that's I don't you know. all I day that's your brand and, what's yeah. that that's your brand yeah <laughs> yeah that's that is you every time when i think of it and it's weird because when i you're the first tessa i've ever met I've never mm-hmm. met a Tessa 
in person and there's no high school classmates I went to named Tessa. I think of the movie Ocean's Eleven with Julia Roberts. Her name was Tess in that movie. Oh, yeah, that's right. That's yeah. right. I'm going to have to yeah. pull a clip of that, too, just for you. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> a little special, uh, a little dedication drop to Tessa. Hello, Tess. You're a thief and a liar. So the DJ name, well, what, what do you think? Anything, what comes to mind? What was your, D, what was your brother's DJ name? Uh, his was uh, Basalu. Basalu, what does that mean? His like, name's Lewis. Uh-huh. I guess it's Basalu. like a take on, like, Bossa Nova, Bossa. Yeah, that's what yeah. I thought. Yeah, that sounds yeah. cool. I mean, just DJ Tessa or Tessa. I think Tessa yeah. is Tessa almost sounds like an EDM producer. Yeah. Like, you know what <laughs> I mean? True. Like It I sounds know. like, like it's that, that's that new uh, album. He, she collabed with Adele on Tessa is Tessa, volume yeah. two or yeah. something. It just sounds cool. <laughs> are you, what, what are you a fan of as far as music? You were telling me about your playlists and stuff about the R&B, Art LeBeau. What are you a fan of now of, of the more recent Hits because I on your website as I was again light googling you, mm-hmm. and I was I was seeing how you've interviewed a lot of big names: Dwayne the Rock Johnson, Jake Gyllenhaal, Mark Ronson, Sean Mendez, Post Malone, Cardi B. I mean, yeah. and I'm, I'm sure th- those are just the ones that are posted on your on your website. I'm sure that you've right. interviewed countless others. Are you into the newer top forty that's out now? Or are you more of kind of like an, an old school head when it comes to music? I think it could be a little bit of mix of both. You know, I listen to a lot of top 40 because I'm work when I'm working. So when I'm not working, that's the last thing I'm going to listen to really. Like, unless there's like a song that's come out that it's really good, but chances are I'm not going to be listening to that. Like, yeah, I love, like I said, like I love the old school R and B stuff. Um, I love give, a lot of, give the me new some stuff. artists, give me some artists of the old school so I can play. A oh, couple of like clips. I love a lot of like the female, uh, females like Anita Baker, you know, stuff. I love Tony Braxton. I mean, um, Jill Scott, I love, um that kind of like r&b you know type of thing oh, so that's so sweet like when it comes to music and old school stuff like liz my friend liz hernandez she has a morning show at 94 7 the wave out here she just got her own uh-huh. morning show and she was running down the playlist and i was like man but she's always like those kind of artists you know what i mean and it's just so innately to me innocent r&b just relaxes me yeah it's like i don't know what it is i love that uh, artist kem kem k-e-m K-E-M. No, I haven't heard of Kim. Who's that? Yeah, he's, I don't know where he's from. He's from the U.S., but yeah, I just like, I really like his music. You should look him up. I don't know. He just like, he relaxes me. Like when I hear his voice, I just Mm. love it. Um, and then, but then the thing is, I love a lot of like indie rock music. I love that. Like, I yeah. like pretty a lot of different. You seem genres. like you're an I open to, format, open yeah. format type of gal. I listen to like Boston Nova music almost every day when I'm cooking dinner or having dinner. That's what we listen to at home. Yeah. So my daughter is exposed to all that too. Yeah. Um. So it's kind of varies. You know, I love I love house music too because I grew up listening to that. My brother was a house music DJ, so. I I kind of just like a little bit of everything. It really depends on my mood, but as long as it's good, yeah. you know, obviously there's like a lot of genres, yeah. a lot of, I like a lot of them, but it doesn't mean everything, you know, it's like, it's gotta be good. R&B tends to make me sad when I listen yeah? to it. Yeah. It makes me sad. I'm Mexican and, you know, quarter Italian, you're Italian, I, yeah. you know, a very, I'm a very passionate guy. And when I hear but listen, I listen, Tessa. I I'm a not only am I a very emotional, passionate guy, but I'm like I cry at dog commercials. You okay. know what I mean? Like without any words. <laughs> I mean, I'll, I could watch people kill each other all day long in movies, but if a dog shows up, like when John Wick, you know, and the dog, I'm like, come on, man! Like I can't, <laughs> I can't do this. Yeah. Uh, um, do you? Do you have any of those things like where certain things get you choked up? Like for me, it's the, the R&B music, which you, which you had mentioned and we were talking about. It doesn't have to be music per se, but do oh, you, does like anything that, that yeah pulls you at your heartstrings? Yeah, like rom-com movies. I'm really? Worst. Like which ones? Yeah. Give, me, give me a couple examples or just one know. example. Oh, the the like, Notebook. <laughs> yeah, I feel like that's hard not to cry at, but like I don't want... That's not one of my favorites though, but... 
What's like, one of your faves, Tess? I don't know. Um, oh, I love Pretty Woman. Slippery little suckers. That's Ooh, a that's my, that, I just watched that not too did long you? ago. It's I'm not so even kidding. Good. Yeah, I love that movie. And what's I crazy that. is that that was put out by Disney. Did you know that? No, I didn't. Yes. Disney oh, wow. funded that movie. Pretty Woman. Go ahead. Look yeah, at no, I remember watching that as a kid, too. Yeah. And I'm like, and I'm thinking about it. I'm like, I, why was I allowed to watch this, you know, in a way? But like it came off so innocent. Like, yeah. you, like you know, she's a prostitute. Yes. You didn't think of her like that. You didn't. It didn't come off that way. Like right. the way they did it was very tastefully done. Yeah. So I think. Yeah. But yeah, it's so interesting, right? It's like now yeah. you're when you think back, you're like, why did I watch this as a kid? But I mean, because it had such a good message in it because, you know, Richard mm-hmm. Greer's character was so. You know, he he wasn't about that with her. Exactly. He could have been like that, but he wasn't. Yeah. And he can see that she was very innocent underneath that prostitute exactly. layer. Yeah. You know what I mean, he, and he was able who to. She was. Yeah, and he brought out the fancy in her. He brought out the the grown woman in her because she was kind yeah. of like a kid. You know yeah. what I mean? If you, at the in the beginning of the movie, like I said, I just watched it like not even a yeah. week ago. And I hadn't seen it as a grown up. Like I saw it as a kid, like you growing up, yeah. but as a full adult to really watch it and be like, ah, I get this now. It's, it's, and it's hilarious. It's such a funny movie. You know, there's so yeah, many good is. lines in it. I hope they yeah. don't ever reboot that movie. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, I know. Right? They're already working on a script right now. Yeah. Um, <laughs> oh, yeah. Let's go back to the hypothetical question I asked you earlier. I don't think you ever answered it. Hypothetically, Tessa never gets into radio, she never goes to, uh, the Academy um, American Academy of Dramatic Arts, and she doesn't go to Second City. She doesn't do any teaching of radio at all. What do you think you would have done? What kind of life do you think you would be leading in this parallel question universe? Um, I think that's easy for me to answer now, as the as of like because I've thought about that. Um, it's different. I think you know, if I was younger and I had to decide what I was going to do, I think that's different because I would, I'm a different person now, but if I were to go back and change my whole career and do something completely different, I would probably get into psychology or something and become a psychologist or a psychiatrist. Yeah, I could see that. God, (laughs) it's so, it's crazy. Everything you mentioned, you go from DJ to you know, teacher to Second City to the Academy, you know, the American Academy. That's a long title to say. Let's just say the dramatic arts. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and like, yeah, I, I see you in all these roles on air, being the mom, the TikTok Cuisinart lady now. It's like you even <laughs> done some like, uh, obviously, I don't have the same networks as you do out in Toronto, Canada, but you've done like shopping network stuff. Have yeah. You? So um, recently I've just uh, joined them. Uh, back in uh, in September, I started, and uh, I'm working with a clothing brand from New York. They're brand new, like only out in 2001. So it's like a clothing brand where they're kind of like destination inspired for like the everyday woman. So, anyways, they asked me to be their brand ambassador. So uh, for each collection or season, I'll go on the shopping channel here in Canada and uh, represent them and help. Get and do clothes. some repping in Toronto style, yeah. huh? You're repping Toronto all day. Yeah, so it's pretty cool. Um, that's fun. It's funny. I'm like, yeah, I've so like I've done so many different things. Yeah. Like the most obscure thing I've done that a lot of people don't know. Most people don't know this because I actually never really talked about it. Oh, but... is this a Sketchomatic Show podcast exclusive? It's an exclusive. All right. Yes. <laughs> Go ahead. Um, I actually worked for a plastic surgeon um, last year. Last year, it was during the pandemic, full on surgery. So I did their social media or the this plastic surgeon's social media. And he, so yeah, he hired me. I was in the, the operating room and I would be, so it'd be two surgeons, two nurses, anesthesiologists and me. And there, I was getting right in there filming the surgeries, like tummy tucks, BBLs, breast augmentations, you name it. And I was in there like they would be like, get a stool, get up in here. Just don't touch anything blue. And I would be filming. I'm like, if I drop my phone on this patient, like I was so nervous about that more than anything. Let me ask you, when you're doing the filming and you're filming up close to these open surgeries happening, do you get a little queasy? Do you, are you are you uh, do you not get queasy or what's the word? Not nauseous at the side of 
an open yeah. body, blood spewing out, all that. Yeah. So that's interesting because I just had found out I was pregnant and I was already feeling nauseous when I got this job. So my first time going, I was like, what am I going to do? Like, cause I didn't know if I'd feel queasy right. alone without being pregnant, but then I had that on top of it, but I was kind of okay. I it was like, kind of just, I just, it was like mind over matter. And I just, I, I got through it. And did you burnt flesh is not not nice is there a smell of burnt flesh in yes. the w- yes. what do they do explain please it's elaborate like on that like cauterizing Whoa. the blood i mean this oh is like God. major surgery that sounds so torturous it's gross i it, you know what it's gross but like it's i found it so fascinating like it's so i learned so much is. like i'm like i was learning from surgeons pretty I much know. i'm like i'm not qualified really to be here but i am you know it's with your camera <laughs> with your iphone yeah <laughs> so i'm like i'm in an operating room like this is so wild yeah. i love I mean, it I was imagining they're like a scalpel and you're like, you're filming, you're like scalpel and you're just, yeah. you know, you're, you got one, your phone in one hand and you're handing like the, the surgery, the surgery tools to them one at a time. Yeah. Uh, like they just wanted me to be really creative with it and such. I'm so sorry. My show yeah. just started, but, yeah, we yeah. Keep going, but I have to just do a break. I'm so okay. sorry. Sure. No worries. Do your yeah, thing. Do your thing. Okay? Take your time. Oh, I think your phone's dying. Virgin Radio, so a clip of the weekend talking to a fan after a show in Miami has gone viral after fans on Twitter are going nuts because they realize they've never heard his speaking voice before. They thought he only sang. One person tweeted, I was today years old when I heard the weekend speak for the first time. Me too, girl. Me too. Sorry. Oh my God, that's so cool. Sorry, I didn't realize the time, and I'm no like, worries. Oh, no should worries. Have, I should have voice tracked these so that way I didn't you know, have to interrupt. I didn't. It's okay. That. It's okay, Tessa. No, <laughs> so I was actually really. That was really professional. I heard your break from here. I could hear you do. Oh, by oh, the way, did. I think your phone is dying. I heard it go do 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 do. But I was gonna say that the yeah you 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 two have to keep your breaks at what fifteen seconds. Yeah, like it depends, right? So yeah. like that was a zero intro, so I just yeah. kind of kept it quick. Yeah, that was good. That was good. I love when you turn you you turned up Tessa. You're like, yeah. uh, you know, <laughs> is it Virgin you're on right now? Virgin Radio 999? Yeah. Yeah. Virgin Radio 999. And I was just like, man, she's so pro. I love I just love <laughs> that. There's just something about that radio world that I yeah. still I've been in it for so long. And every time I hear people when they're having just a conversation off there, they're like, oh, shit, I got to do a break real quick. Hold on, hold on. Yeah. It's 102.7 KISS FM. Okay, so I got a question. Yeah. What does Marshmallow look like without the helmet? And then they play the caller. I don't know. No, 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 no. It's 102.7 KISS FM. So anyways, it's, <laughs> yeah, just, yeah, it's yeah. so good. It's it so and- <laughs> cool, man. I love that. Um, well, it seems like you're definitely the uh, the woman of many, not only many roles in radio and being a mom, but I mean, goddamn, Tessa, working in a plastic surgeon's office. How long did you work at the plastic surgeon's office? Uh, I only did it for six months. So I was pregnant and uh, yeah, I was I was doing radio shows from home at the time because there was a pandemic. And yeah. like then I was kind of more not going into the like I was doing a lot everything from home so I was doing all these jobs from home I was teaching from home I was doing radio shows from home and doing this plastic surgeon jobs from home uh and then because I was having a baby I kind of just uh like I stopped yeah yeah that part and focused on the other things because I was getting to the point where I was ready (laughs) and you kept doing okay there's a couple there's a double parter question here in Mm -hmm. regards to you saying you you found out you were pregnant like at the beginning of the pandemic in 2020? Yeah, no, the end of 2020. So okay. I started, so, I think, 2020, going into 2021, this right. plastic surgery job. Yeah. Bringing a kid into the world when a pandemic is popping off, how does that make you feel just as a human being? I mean, I, I'm sure you were, it's got to be scary having a child. Obviously, you have your husband, so you're, you know, you, you're a team. You know what I mean? It's like two mm-hmm. companies merging and mm-hmm. bringing in this new company into the world, right? And mm-hmm. you have to have each other's back. So it, it makes it less scary. But as a woman and as a as a new mom, knowing it's going to happen, you know, you're, you're just months away, weeks away of ha- giving birth and going into labor. I mean, how terrified are you? Yeah. Uh, you know what? I kind of loved the fact that there was a pandemic going on really yeah you know why because i get a lot of fomo where you know i feel like you know when you're pregnant or you're doing these things like you're gonna miss out on a lot of things so for instance i wasn't really missing out on 
what was I missing out on work? Like doing right. my show from home. I wasn't missing out on going to concerts. I wasn't missing out on interviews. I wasn't missing out on, you know, being in an environment with my colleagues. You know, I, everybody was in the same boat at home. So I was like, all right, this is great because, you know, I can just focus on myself and on my work and what I need to do and be a homebody, which worked. So right. I kind of just embraced it mm. and I kind of loved it that it was during that time, to be honest. That's so sweet. Um, She's all, I, I suffer from FOMO. That's yeah, just, I, that's I just, adorable. I would be like upset if I couldn't do this or missing out on opportunities. You know, I just, I feel like I was like at a point where I was like really wanted my career to like, you know, I wanted to push it even more. And I, I felt like, okay, well, this is a great time because nobody's really doing much right, like, right. more, you know, it's, was it hard to, um, I didn't mean to cut you off. I just no, I no. wanted to say like, it was it difficult? Well, it wasn't difficult for you to teach from home and to work from home, but a lot of people, like you said, FOMO, right? For me mm -hmm. personally, I like working at the radio station. I like being around my coworkers, bouncing off ideas and stuff like that. You know, right. what do you think of this? Da, da, da. Oh my God, did you see that movie? Oh, I should use a piece of that. Oh, hey, can you voice this? That kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. When you're working from home, at me as a producer, you as an on-air talent and soon-to-be mom and a teacher, is it a little difficult to, to you know, reconfigure your brain to work from home or did you kind of just slide into it no problem? Yeah, I, yeah, it's definitely different. So I, yeah, I think I got hired back working for iHeart during the pandemic. So it was like, they weren't hiring anybody. They weren't, they, I think there was a bunch of cuts already and then, because they knew I had equipment at home and whatever they were like, cause they were, they were at first they were going to hire me. They were looking for someone. And then they said, okay, not right now because of everything. It was You're talking about iHeart out here. Uh, yeah. Here. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Keep going. Yeah. Keep and then they kind of said, okay, we're, you can do some stuff from home. And that was like when they started, like, I think nobody else was really doing their shows from home. Mm. Um, but I was able to, and mm. Um, sorry, I forgot what I was going to say. <laughs> no, no worries. No worries. I always go, that's my, uh, uh, damn you weed moment, but you don't yeah. smoke weed. I don't think you don't, you don't do anything except drink, right? Right. Do you drink? You drink? Yeah. I mean, I only yeah, say that because I've seen you make your, your mixed drinks on TikTok yeah. and whatnot and the Instagram yeah. reels and stuff. What, yeah, socially, what, what yeah. drinks do you, what, what's your drink of choice? Are you a tequila person? Um, that would be my husband because he's also part Mexican. He's half Mexican oh. as well. Oh, shout yeah. out to your husband. Yeah, and um, but so he has quite the collection. But I'm not mm. a tequila person, really. I I love wine a lot. Ah, yeah. what are you I like a Pinot Grigio? Wine. Oh, you make yeah. your own wine? Yeah, I did in, during the pandemic too. That was another oh. thing I did. I was like made my own rosé. Uh, yeah. How do you make your own wine? It sounds like something you do in prison. Yeah. <laughs> Nobody's ever put it like that before. Uh, well, you know, I'm from L.A. and I'm Mexican, so it's a whole yeah, different yeah. type of Mexican out here. <laughs> Probably going to get in trouble for that. Um, oh, my God. I, uh, you know, I kind of just wanted to start this like little creative project because I, I like wine. I like rosé. And there was a place out here that you can make your own wine. And so I said, I'll try it. And, you know, I designed my own labels. Like my husband did designed it because he, that's what he does. He works in advertising oh and design stuff. And that is amazing. So then we kind of just did it together in that way. And then I kind of just, um, you know, was giving the bottles away as like gifts and like promotional type of thing. It was like Tessa's Tessa wine. So I call it Rose all Eve. So, you know, how everyone's like Rose all day. Yeah. Yeah. Like, all what about Eve. in the evening? I like it in the evening too. So I called it Rose all Eve. I actually have an Instagram for it. So you oh can my look God. that up. It's Rose I'm all gonna Eve. It. I'm going to, I'm going to follow that immediately. Yeah. In fact, I better do that now. Oh, we're on the phone. I'm all looking for my phone. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Long do you ever do that? Time. Do you ever do that? I swear. Yeah. I'm like holding my keys looking for my keys. Yeah, um, yeah. Okay. So you were saying about, oh, let's talk about you coming to Los Angeles, right? Mm -hmm. well, we took a quick little intermission because you're doing a live radio show right now. And thank you mm -hmm. so much for being so gracious yeah. as to doing two things at the same damn time. Okay. Yeah. I mean, you're on the air at Virgin Radio 99.9, nine, uh -huh. as Howard Cern would say. And and then uh, you're, you're on the podcast with me and... You were you were said you were talking about coming to Los Angeles. You want you were thinking about, or you said you would be open to moving to Los Angeles to work at iHeartRadio in LA. And you said you came here to drop off a demo tape. What years ago? And and long this is BC, ago. right before COVID. Yeah, yeah. Oh, this was a long time. This was like at 
like maybe 12 years ago oh yeah that was a while back they remodeled the whole station it looks really yeah. cool now. yeah yeah you should come back so out i don't here. even like remember how it yeah. all went down but yeah that was my that's kind of what i wanted at the time but then i ended up getting a job and you got uh, married you weren't married then obviously right no okay. no not even how long close. have you been married five years oh wow congratulations thank you where did yeah. you get married in toronto yeah yeah here okay yeah. now but let me go back to the la thing uh-huh. you're saying you came out 12 years ago you went to iheart you dropped off your demo tape mm-hmm. on, on a little cassette tape on the one cassette I was like a CD. <laughs> oh, okay, okay. That's how old I am. I just That's like saying one cassette. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. If you were to hypothetically get hired in LA, right? Mm-hmm. What radio station would you want to work on? And would your husband be good with just uprooting everything and coming out here and and restarting all over again? Yeah, I mean, I think he would be totally fine with that because he's been like, I think he's had like people reach out to him, but like there's lots of uh, agencies out in LA tons so what's like, what's he do for a living real quick he works in advertising oh that's right he's an advertising mm-hmm. agent he's like a madman he's a designer yeah he's a designer so he like works with a copywriter as a team like and they work on different projects that's sweet man that's yeah. sweet yeah that's he's very cool. talented he's an you guys artist are a good team well. good team yeah yeah. yeah yeah has he ever done any radio no no no, no interest huh have you ever interviewed him on your podcast or, or talked to him on the radio at all like on the no, phone. No, I've got him to like call in a couple of times to like yeah. give me some audio, but that's about it. Oh, that's so sweet. He's like, I don't want to do this. Uh, yeah. <laughs> that's crazy, yeah. right? Um, yeah. I love, I love radio stuff. I, when people are like, I don't want to hear, I don't like the sound of my own voice. Everybody mm. always seems to say that. Do you like the sound of your own voice? Because I think you have a very great radio voice. You, you Thank obviously you. know how to, you know, uh, uh, utilize it in such different ways with the different accents and stuff like that and the, the Scottish accent. But when you hear yourself back on the radio, what is that like? I think everybody doesn't like the sound of their own voice, but then, you know, you get used to it and then you're like, it's fine. It's like, to me, it just doesn't even, I yeah. don't feel that way anymore because I'm yeah. so used to hearing it. Yeah. Except when you're like doing an air check, of course, you're like, oh gosh, this is like the worst thing in my life because yeah, nobody yeah. likes doing air checks. And, and what about the radio station? What radio station would you want to work? Would it be Kiss FM out here? I would say that's probably the closest to yeah. what I do now. So I'd probably yeah. be the best at that. But yeah. I feel like I could. I, I also love. Is it is it Alt 98? Yeah, Alt 98.7. Yeah. I've always loved that station, too. I would love to work for that. You don't too. want to work on Real 92.3? You don't want to be the uh, Canadian oh. hip hop hip hop I mean, uh, correspondent? I, you know? Yeah. <laughs> I could. I'm open, but like what, you know, I'm just open to whatever opportunities no, out there. I, I think you. I'm like pretty diverse in that way where I, I could... think you would work on Alt 98.7 for sure. Yeah. I don't want to hold you too long, uh, Miss Tessa, because I know you're doing your show. Yeah. Uh, are we running out of time? You, you got to do another break real quick. Can you, do you want to go do your other break and then you come back and we can wrap up? Is that okay? Sure. Or Yeah. Okay, yeah. Cool. Does that work? I'm so Absolutely. sorry. Yeah. Don't, don't apologize. This is actually really fascinating. Okay. <laughs> uh, yeah. It's all good. Okay, hold on. All good. Now, have you ever played that game where, you know, you're in a public place and you decide to send a photo to whoever in the area has their airdrop on? Well, somebody decided to do it on a flight to Mexico the other day and they decided to airdrop their nudes to everybody on the entire plane. Uh, the pilot was not having it at all. So here's the deal. This continues while we're on the ground. I'm going to have to pull back to the gate. Everybody's going to have to get off. We're going to have to get security involved. And it's vacation that's going to be ruined. So you folks, whatever that airdrop thing is, go send a naked picture. Let's get yourself to Gabo. I mean, can you imagine being on that flight? All the hilariosity that ensued. Obviously, somebody took a TikTok. That's why we're here talking about it. (laughs) Uh, That's great. That was great. Is the studio far? Are you having to run down the hallway? No, it's like right here, but like I had two minutes. I didn't realize I had two minutes. So I was just waiting for it. to. Oh, my God. That's so radio. I love it. Okay. Let's let's go to um, uh, TV shows, Tessa. Uh, TV shows, uh-huh. movies, Netflix and stuff like that. What are you guys? What are you watching over in Canada? Uh, what do you do? You have time to watch anything? That are you I, streaming anything? Oh my gosh! I am in love with Ninety Day Fiance since it started. <laughs> I cannot get enough of that show. I would say it's my guilty pleasure show, but I don't even care. It's not even. I think it's so great. It's yeah. so funny. It's there's com- different versions com- of it now. Which one yeah, are you? Go- which so one many. are you liking? Yeah, like all of them. The the original one, the the single life. I don't know. They're all so good. Like the, they're just 
characters, right? Yeah, yeah, and yeah, like, yeah. You can't make this stuff up. It's so good. Uh, I just would. I always think to myself, would you? I would never want to be on one of those shows. No, like I would never, never want to put myself out there, no, or no, even one of those like Love Island or whatever. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like it's. First of all, this is not working on one of those shows. This is just, this is a voice for television, face for oh, radio. No. But is there any movies or actual TV, like scripted stuff other than I like love, 90 Day? My favorite one is Better Call Saul. That's oh, really? My favorite series that I've ever yeah. watched. Yeah. Yeah, I, watched, I finished it all, so it's done. But I, that was probably my favorite one. I think I liked it more than Breaking Bad. Well, here's the yeah. thing is that... Breaking Bad was was excellent, and it was it was the spawn of something, right? It, it mm-hmm. started, it started. It, in fact, it funded all the money that that AMC was able to make The Walking Dead with, right? Mm-hmm. So, okay. Breaking Bad in its in its essence was like the stepping stone, and Breaking Bad uh, was so well done, but it wasn't as well written as Better Call Saul. Better Call mm-hmm. Saul is a better, well written show yeah. with more character dynamic and more character like uh the the evolution not just like with walter white becoming yeah. yeah but it's it's so much more and i haven't seen season six yet i'm still waiting mm-hmm. to see that because uh it's not available yet and i just for me personally i was watching uh what am i into right now there's a show called the peripheral that's on amazon prime which is really good i like a lot of futuristic type shows that are uh-huh. you know based in the future and just how they do like effects and stuff plus i just bought myself a brand new flat screen tv thank you very much merry christmas christian all right yeah yeah um <laughs> tessa i can talk shop with you and radio and and entertainment and media all day but mm-hmm. i know that you have to go do a show you have mm-hmm. more cuisine art videos to make and you have to go take care of your beautiful baby daughter so yeah. I want to say thank you so much, Tessa, for being so gracious to take the time and and do this podcast with me and for being my guest and for not knowing me at all, not knowing me from Adam and still willing to to do this. It, it means so much to me and I appreciate your time and your patience. Oh, thanks so much for having me. It was so great. So good to talk to you. Likewise. And I hope when you're in L.A. that you come to iHeart in Burbank and we can do another podcast in person and you can show me how to use one of those Cuisinart portable things properly. Yeah, (laughs) (laughs) You know I will. Yeah, for sure. There it is. Uh, Tessa is Tessa. If you want to find her, go to TessaIsTessa.com. You could follow her on Instagram. The socials Tessa is Tessa, right? At Tessa is Tessa. Check her out. Virgin Radio 99.9 out there in Toronto, Canada. Tessa, thank you so much for being on the Sketch O Show podcast. Thank you. So right. good to talk to you. Likewise. I'll talk to you again. Bye. Okay, bye. Oh, good for you. And how was it? The sketch Show. Too much information and shit, man. Shut your mouth, S.A. Okay, bye. Woo!